We'll get back to that. But first of all, let's say a very good evening. Welcome to the ANC Secretary General, Gwede Mantasha. Very good uh, evening to you, and thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us. Mr. Matash, you held a press conference earlier on. I'll just uh, go through some of the issues that, uh, or the statements that were made by you. But I'd like to start with the issue of um, coalition governments. Um, One of the statements you've made has that you feel that they've been established with a common desire to remove the national liberation movement from all power at from power at all costs. Yeah. So do you believe that there is a, that enough synergy within the opposition movement? No, no. My own view is that when you get together and mobilize this on the basis of removing the NC from power, even if there's nothing that brings you together, uh, there should be something suspicious about that, including the fact that you you have a party that says, uh, okay, one day we have a coalition with you, but we're not going to have a coalition with any board, and they sleep and wake up the following day and say, no, we'll, have, uh, we'll vote with the DA. Then say, we don't want Mayor X uh, in Johannesburg, sleep and wake up tomorrow and say, no, we'll uh, vote for that mayor. Obviously, there's nothing, no principle that is putting you together except the desire to remove the entity from power. Hmm. Wouldn't they argue, though, Mr. Mantash, that that is obviously the objection, the objective of opposition parties, that uh, they want to unseat the incumbent, whether or not they agree at this point, they want to form a larger partnership. Wouldn't they argue that that is the objective for their existence? No, it's a bit so. Uh, if you talk of the opposition as uh, homogeneous, I would accept your argument. Uh, but where there is nothing that puts us together, you can be in opposition on the left and be opposition on the right. Uh, the, the, your objective is to ascend to power as a party. Uh, but when you just mix left and right, there is something that is actually saying, okay, let's hope they will work. As we said in our statement, our objective is not going to be to block service delivery uh, or be destructive, but we're going to be quite an aggressive and effective opposition. Hmm. The EFF, which you've particularly pointed out uh, as a party, especially in Parliament, saying, for instance, that uh, voting with the Democratic Alliance is not necessarily going into coalition with the government. And you speak of them as not as ho- not as homogeneous, but if you say they are a coalition government with a common desire, does it not suggest some level of um, unity? I don't know how do you call unity. Anyway, we're giving that that coalition uh, an opportunity to to serve our people. We will be on the opposition benches. Will be very very. Uh, effective as an opposition. Hmm. Let's talk about uh, the efficacy of the African National Congress. We'll go to the electorate in just a moment. Mr. Mantasha, you said that um, if there's a call for an early elective Congress, there's debate within the party and uh, there's nothing wrong with discussing it. If it means that the current leadership should step down, then that's what it must do. 
Is there a feeling when you say you take collective responsibility that you have indeed failed not only your membership but the electorate? The reality of the matter is that uh, uh, lower performance in elections in democratic democratic dispensations uh, from time to call for for leadership to step aside and then uh, that is the duty of the electorate and the party structures themselves to say so but as leadership we must not shy away from that reality i gave the example of the labor party in britain which have changed three by three leader party leaders in no time precisely because of poor performance in the elections and we're saying that is not a foreign concept that a leadership, if it doesn't perform well, it steps aside. But we're saying, open that debate up, uh, allow structures of the NC to take that discussion, and uh, if they say so, it's why if they choose to have an early conference, that is also an option, and uh, there's nothing uh, wrong with that option either. Mm. So that that would mean, Mr. Matashik, a, a correct diagnosis of the problem. I, I'll go to them as you mentioned them individually, but I'd like to start with some of uh, the comments you made, that the insinuations that the President Jacob Zuma, especially over issues of Ankandla, uh, is not entirely responsible. So does that mean that, A, there's an acknowledgement that could have harmed the party in terms of perceptions of the party, but also that there is an acquiescence by all in leadership that they stood by they presided over this problem now the point we're making there uh, i don't know why you call it insinuation we are saying uh, among the issues that we diagnose as having contributed to the performance was the consistent negative narrative towards the president of the NSA. that is not an insinuation that is the diagnosis we made as the NSC. And, and and therefore, uh, if there's that negative, consistent attack on the leader of a party, it will impact on the performance of the party. But we're going further than that and saying, uh, if that was the case, where is the collective leadership that is elected with the president to lead the ANC when that uh, performance declines? Does that mean he's been identified as a big part of the problem? What we're saying is that the negative narrative around him contributed. The fight among our people, division, sectionalism, we've listed a number of issues that contributed to the decline of the performance. You're the Secretary General of this organization, and I know that does not occur within a vacuum, but you personally, what personal responsibility would you take? What would you say in your role as Secretary General you could have done better in? Secretary General is Secretary General in a collective. You know, you know, Tepiso, uh, uh, in the role I'm playing, if something is going wrong in the organization, I get insulted. And I accept that. But in the majority of cases, you get insulted for something happening in a branch. When our people fight and even kill each other for positions, I take responsibility. That is what Secretary General does. But the reality of the matter is that Secretary General doesn't operate in a vacuum. That Secretary General operates in a collective leadership and operates 
in such that there are various levels of the organization, the province, the region, the branches, mm. if those structures, all of them, are not in harmony, I will take a great degree of responsibility, but I will also appreciate the fact that we should all take the responsibility in the organization. Would that mean, as you also mentioned, Mr. Mantashev, that there's a feeling that this current leadership should step down um, at an early elective Congress because of a lack of leadership or inadequate leadership? Does that mean you too would be ready, ready and willing to do so as part of that collective leadership? I, I don't know if the reason you're putting forward is what I think. Uh, what I think is there is a leadership that leads the ends at a particular phase quite a difficult phase. Uh, and that leadership uh, confronts a number of problems. I can say to you, without fear or favor, there is no Secretary General who was a Secretary General of the ANC and dealt with the number of problems that we have dealt with when I'm Secretary General. I'm not trying to get an excuse by saying so, but I'm saying uh, the environment with which we are, we are dealing with issues is also important to factor it in. But if the, 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 the membership of the NC uh, think that we must step aside and it says so, uh, I can tell you from where I'm seated, uh, I will have no difficulties in doing that. Okay. Mr. Matash, I'd like you to address um, perception interpretation given the statements made by some people within the ANC about people who did not vote for the ANC, the um, presumption being or even uh, alluding to the fact that those that didn't and voted for Democratic Alliance or the coalition are voting for bringing back apartheid or uh, capitalist monopoly, which has... Uh, proceeded to um, oppress the people, so to speak. I, I, is that a correct interpretation? It, are people, should people, you know, interpret it that Who way? Who is giving statements? that interpretation, well, if you look at Mr. Mantashi's social media, if you speak to some of the people uh, who now, call into the program, there's, I'm asking Mr. Mantashi, do they now, have an incorrect so, interpretation so. of the social question? Social media is a free for all. Every individual say anything and everything he takes. And I'm very reluctant to take responsibility for comments on social media, even by members of the industry. So this is why I'm asking the question, Mr. Mantashi. Those who feel that they're being insulted, who believe that being told that they did not vote ANC means that they voted for an op- the oppressor. No, the is that a wrong... is told by who? As I said, comments, with, comments within the ANC. to take ownership of that, I will be very reluctant to take ownership of that. We have not said so. Not you as an individual, Mr. Matashi, as a party. When I say you, it's in reference the to the African... The party has not said so. I so it's not the, it's not the uh, official decisions. line of the party. I, I communicate decisions of the party. So it's not an official line of the party? No. Going forward, what do you say to those who did not vote ANC but did vote ANC before? Given the comments that I've made that people feel that they're not being listened to, they believe that they encounter arrogance, they believe that they're being fobbed off, what would your message be to them? In our statement, we're making a very important point that where we are in opposition benches, we are going to be a very effective uh, opposition. Number two, we will be watching closely 
any desire to reverse gains of change and transformation. As we had two mayors of the DA already said the first victims of their takeover will be reversal of PEE and the employment equity. And if that happens, it is the responsibility of the NC, even from opposition benches, to defend that space. Because it will reverse the gains that we have made under difficult conditions. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Secretary General of the African National Congress.